excited to have Chrissy Kramer. Uh, she's going to be preaching for the very first time this morning. Excited to have her on the preaching team. Yeah? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so excited to have her. She serves on our staff with the uh, middle school ministry. She has been in the trenches leading mission teams this summer. And we are just so glad that she has uh, answered the challenge and the call to join us up here. So I just want to pray a blessing on Chrissy. God, bless now your servant and your vessel, Chrissy, as she brings us your word. Thank you for her giftedness with which your Holy Spirit has gifted her. Thank you for her courage and willingness to use those gifts among us. So bless her, fill her. Holy Spirit, flow in and through her that we may be transformed by your word spoken through her in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. All right, good morning. I'm going to start us off with uh, singing a song. And so if we all sing it loud enough, we can't hear that other person. They can't hear us, okay? So if you know the words to this song, would you join in? I'm going to sing into a microphone. So here we go. All right, so join in if you know the words. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. I've got the joy, joy, joy down in my heart down in my heart to stay. Thank you. Okay, so most of us probably learned that song in either VBS or Sunday school or maybe at camp or you're like me where you're like, known that my whole life, have no idea where I learned that song. Um, and a fun fact for you, I was preparing for my talk and I was talking to Becky this week and I learned in my 30 years of life that the lyrics that I knew were wrong. Um, I always thought it was the joy in my heart today and I found out it's to stay, which I liked a whole lot better um, than just today. And so I have a question for you as we just sang that song. Would you say that that song is true of you today? Do you have joy down in your heart to stay? We're going to be looking at Psalm 98 today, and we're going to be seeing what movement we can make in our understanding of joy and what movement can happen when we have the joy down in our hearts to stay. For those of you I have not had the pleasure of meeting, Tom told you my name. My name is Chrissy Kramer. I oversee the middle school ministry here at Third, and I have been on quite the journey over the last few years with Joy specifically. And I felt led to lead uh, or to share a part of that with you today. I'm going to introduce you some of my favorite people before we get started. So um, I'm, I've got some pictures. These are my parents, Tim and Lori Kramer. Oh, look at them. I know. They're right over there. Um, and then my sister and brother-in-law, Cody and Sarah Rosaboom. Oh, I know. Okay, now ready, prepare yourselves. These are my nieces, the three little joys of my life. Next one. Yes. I know, I know, right? So from left to right, we've got Adelaide Joy, Emmalyn Grace, and Juliana Hope. So some of the things in my life that bring me joy, I mean... Right there, look at them. Um, some other things that bring me joy, I love really fluffy clouds. I am a person who loves to connect with God in nature. And so like this week with the amount of storm, like I don't like the storm part, but I like the cloud part of it. Um, something else that brings me joy is my family, as you saw. And another thing is a really good, fresh, sprinkled cake donut. That just brings me so much joy. And so I want you to turn to your neighbor and I want you to share what brings joy. It can be something like family or it could be like a donut, something that brings you joy. Feel free to share with your neighbor.
All right, I would love to know what are some things that bring you joy? I'm a big person of involvement, so feel free to shout out what brings you joy. Tacos. Tacos. Good. Guacamole, big fan, big fan. I'm sure other people said stuff, but all that was all I heard. What else brings you joy? Chocolate. Yes. We are a people of snacks. (laughs) Yes. Mm, Good bookstore. I'm sorry, what? Goats? I, I, I like a good goat. <laughs> All right, anything else? Bike rides, helping others, is that what you said? Nice. Ooh, wow, that's a good one. Can we give you jeebies? What? Drawing? Yes. I love drawing, it's so good. Awesome. Yeah, so thank you for sharing those with me. What I'm finding about joy, as we just talked about different things, is that it can be wonderfully complex and simple all at the same time. I can look at a cloud or eat a really good donut and feel the spark of joy, right? But then there are some moments where it doesn't seem like joy maybe exists, or at least not in the ways that I thought it would. So joy comes from movement, movement of our own hearts, movement of the Holy Spirit, Movement from experiencing maybe sadness or grief or anger to finding joy down in our hearts. A joy that comes from remembering. We just took communion. We do this in remembrance. Remembering the goodness of God. In Psalm 34, 8, it says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who finds refuge in, who takes refuge in him. Remembering how we have tasted and seen that the Lord is good. Remembering that through victory, through salvation, we have joy. So we're going to read Psalm 98, like I said earlier. And we're going to do it with a little bit a different practice. We're going to do Lectio Divina. Um, and so this is a practice I love doing with our students. It just allows us to really hear the words. So I'm going to read it two different times. The first time, I'm just going to ask you to listen. And then the second time, we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal something to us. Now, when we engage in scripture, we want to be open and present to the Holy Spirit's movement. So I'm going to invite you to relax your body. Sit in your chair however feels most comfortable to you. Maybe it's your head back. Maybe it's your head down. Maybe it's eyes closed. Shake out your arms. Whatever it is, just nice and relaxed. And we're going to calm our bodies. So we're going to take in three deep breaths. And I'm going to count to seven on the inhale and the exhale. So go ahead and inhale. Two three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Last one, inhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So Holy Spirit, would you speak through your word? Block out any distractions, anything that's not of you. Psalm 98, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. 
Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of singing, with trumpets and the blast of a ram's horn. Sing for joy before the Lord, the King. Let the sea resound in everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. So we're going to read it one more time, and I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to draw your attention to maybe a certain phrase or a certain word. Psalm 98. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp. With the harp and the sound of singing, with trumpets and the blasts of the ram's horn. Shout for joy before the Lord, the King. Let the sea resound in everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and his peoples with equity. I would love if you would uh, share uh, with your neighbor what stood out to you. What word or phrase did the Holy Spirit highlight to you in that scripture? I'm a big fan of learning, and so I would love to learn from some of you. So if, if anybody's willing to uh, share what the Holy Spirit highlighted for them, I've got two mic runners so that you can say it right into the mic so we can hear f- straight from you. So what is any, if you want to just raise your hand, Lauren and Becky can come find you. Perfect. Oh, so I don't know what it means, but it says salvation honestly, for him. Mm-hmm. So it's, God's going to have to show me something about that. Yeah. Good. Perfect. I think what really stood out to me is um, the last portion of the chapter, let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands and let the mountains sing together for joy. And I just got this amazing picture of all of God's creation, just worshiping him with his power yeah. and might and yep. how lucky we are and blessed to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah, good. Thank you for sharing that. What stood out to me was the phrase, shout with joy before him because he is the king. Mm-hmm. The reason that we have joy and the reason that we worship like we do is because of who he is and what he's like. Yeah, good. Thank you. I like the verse, um, verse 2, his righteousness he has revealed in the sight of the nations. He already has accomplished everything. He has revealed his plan and purpose. Yeah. We need to be looking. Mm -hmm. Good. Thank you. So I like the very first part of it where it says a new song every day because I think of if we're always present in the moment, there's something new that the Lord's going to show us every day. And... And it's going to be a good thing that we're going to be able to glean from that. Yeah, thank you. Anybody else want to share? Awesome. 
Well, thank you for those of you that shared and those of you who shared with your neighbor and just engaging in that, in scripture in that way. Over the last few weeks, we've been talking about big emotions. We've talked about sadness, we've talked about anger, and now we're talking about joy. What I love about the Psalms is the authentic way that they are written. The psalmist portrays what it looks like to live in a world filled with pain and sadness and joy. They walk in the tension. They go from crying out and praising God, or from crying out to God, to praising Him with joy-filled songs. I love music, and that's probably why I'm always particularly drawn to read the Psalms. There's a song right now that's one of my favorites. It's called "Old Church Basement," and there's a lyric in it that states, "Hallelujah is all I needed when I think of Your goodness and Your love for me." Oh, the joy of my salvation is coming back to me. It's just an old hallelujah with a new melody. The psalmist states in Psalm 3, says this, it says, He has remembered his love, meaning God has remembered his love and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. So all the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. God remembers his love and faithfulness. And we too, when we have tasted and seen the goodness of God, can sing this old hallelujah with a new melody. I was approached in 2014 by a new pastor of the church I was attending. So like, this was like his first day. So I did not know him at all. And he came up to me at the end of the service and said, I have received a word from the Lord for you. And a little backstory for you. A few years earlier, I had been received a little bit of a wounding um, from somebody and how they presented that they had heard from the word, had heard from the Lord for me. So when this pastor told me this, because I had yet not experienced healing, I basically just like took that information and like threw it away for later um, because I just was not ready to hear at that point. And it was so interesting. So a couple of weeks ago, I was sitting right back there. I like to sit on the floor. It's a fun fact about me. So I was sitting on the floor in the back listening to Amy Childerson talk on prayer. And she was talking about talking with Jesus and hearing from Jesus. And I was brought back to the words that that pastor said. Now, having experienced a lot of healing from the Lord in those wounds, I was able to receive that. And the pastor, all he said, which also I was like, that's just scripture. He said to me, he said, Chrissy, you will taste and see that the Lord is good. Um, how many of you, by show of hands, have, have heard or know that joy is not the same as happiness? By joy of hands, yep. Excellent. Okay. So let me ask you this. Have you ever uh, had a time in your life where that belief or that knowledge was put to a test? So 2020 was that year for me. Uh, I, as a lot of us do, I like to pray for a word for the year. I like to spend some time in December, November, pray for a word for the next year, see how God's going to show up. Um, and I wait with anticipation. And usually by December of the next year, I remember that God's ways are higher than my ways and his thoughts are higher than my thoughts, right? It never tends to go how I thought it would that year. And the word for my year in 2020 was gentle joy. Two words, I guess. And I was like, all right, what are, like, this is exciting. What are we going to learn about gentle joy? Uh, and... <laughs> My family experienced, in February of 2020, we experienced a terminal diagnosis of my grandpa. Um, and then a few short months later in June, he transitioned from this life into the next uh, and it is an eternity. Um, so we experienced grief, probably I would say from diagnosis on, um, and walked in that grief. And then on July 4th of 2020, Juliana Hope joined our family. So in the midst of grief, we had this beautiful, joy-filled moment of a new family member, and also the grief of losing one. 
And then one month later in August of 2020, my grandma joined my grandpa in eternity. And we went on, a family went into another weighty journey uh, as we noticed that there was something not right with my mom's health. Something was happening. And after several months in December of 2020, we heard the dreaded words that it's cancer. And out the window went my 29 years of understanding that joy and happiness were not the same because I had somehow believed deep down in me that they were. That my happiness and having the year that we had, I didn't know if I had joy. And so in January of 2021, I began to process my understanding of joy and process the goodness of God. And there was never a moment that I can remember in that month, which was one of the hardest months of my life, that I doubted that God was good. I just had questions about my understanding of goodness. I want us to take a moment and remember. I want you to remember a time or a season in your life where joy was hard to find. Maybe it's somewhere in the past, or maybe it's how you actually entered into this space today. So I just want to take a moment and remember. And as you think of this season, did joy not exist? Or was your definition of joy being challenged? As I was preparing for this talk, I was meeting with Kevin and I was trying to process with him how I experience joy now. And I would keep saying it's just like deep down in me. It's not as like bubbly and over the top as I thought it used to be or thought it was. And he reminded me in all of his wisdom, he said that joy is right next to peace in the fruit of the spirit. And I wonder if we, have, if we can have these moments of immense joy-filled happiness, right? Like a new family member, like all the things you share, drawing or chocolate. You know, we have these moments of immense joy-filled happiness that leads us to singing a new song like this talks about, that leads us to encourage the rivers to clap their hands and encourages the mountains to sing their songs. And what if it looks like a peace-filled joy that lives down in our hearts? because we have tasted and seen the goodness of God, as well as felt the sadness and grief of living in a broken world. The psalmist highlights the movement that comes with joy, right? There's singing, there's shouting, there's remembering, there's making of music, there's clapping. Joy can be the peace that grounds us deep in our hearts and can be these bursts of jubilee, sometimes one or the other and sometimes both at the same time. The world in all of its glamour and brokenness often distorts the definition of words. I talk about this with our students quite often. And we've been breaking down um, our understanding and experience over the last few weeks of sadness and anger. And for me, joy was one of those words that had been distorted by the world that said it's the same as happiness. So if you're happy, there's joy. If you're not happy, sorry, there's no joy. In verse one of the Psalms, it says, sing to the Lord a new song for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. Ultimately, so this song is celebrating the victory of the Lord. This psalm was written by, because God had set his people free. So this is where the psalm came from. God had set his people free from Babylon. And so they had gone through hardship and trial and yet they were able to sing and rejoice and find joy because they had tasted and seen God's goodness. 
And this new song is a celebration of the victory of God, ultimately leading to what we get to have the knowledge of, which is the New Testament, and the victory of Jesus in our lives. If we taste and see that the Lord is good, our joy becomes deeper than knowledge. If we taste and see that the Lord is good, our joy becomes deeper than knowledge. We've experienced it with our whole beings. And we too can join in the new song and lift up praises because we have tasted and seen God's goodness. This psalm ends in verse nine and it says this. It says, let them sing before the Lord for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. Calls to let the people sing before the Lord because he comes to judge. I wonder what your definition of judge is. Has that been distorted by maybe experiences by other believers or your own experience in the world? All things will be made right. Brian mentioned last week, he said, God is just. He's a righteous judge filled with justice, paired with his perfect kindness. And as it says in 1 John, it says, God is love. So he'll come and judge the world in a way that's true to his character, with justice, with kindness, and with love. The psalmist is saying to sing before the Lord because he comes to judge the world, to remember God's victory, the faithfulness, and the righteousness of God, which has been revealed to us. The psalm has a beautiful way of looking at the past, the present, and the future. Joy comes from tasting and seeing that the Lord is good, from remembering the marvelous things that he has done, for the ways he showed up in your joy-filled moments and the ways that he showed up in the pain. God showed up in my pain. In the grief and the joy of 2020, he reminded me of his faithfulness. He reminded me of his victory, the same victory which brought me peace knowing the wholeness and the pain-free life my grandparents were now living in eternity. And the beauty of a new life as we watch my sweet niece grow. And the faithfulness and the healing hand as we watch the tumors disappear and true healing come to my mom's body on this side of eternity. I have tasted and seen that the Lord is good. In healing and in loss, in beauty and in grief. And that is when we know the joy of the Lord. If we taste and see that the Lord is good, our joy becomes deeper than knowledge. This joy down in us becomes a found, can be a part of the foundation of our faith and our lives. And as Nehemiah says, it says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So when we know the joy of the Lord, we have this strength deep down in us that allows us to walk through this life, through the healing and the loss, the pain and the grief, knowing the victory of Jesus. Earlier, I mentioned to you that I love a good sprinkled donut. Uh, and there is joy sprinkled in our daily lives, right? You shouted things out. They are small or big things. It's wonderfully complex and simple all at the same time. We have these daily reminders as we sit in God's presence. And we also have these reminders of the joy, joy, joy down in our hearts. I love visual reminders of the goodness of God. That's why I love being in creation. I love seeing and remembering his goodness. Like I mentioned earlier, we, we took communion. We tasted the body. We remembered the sacrifice. We saw the sacrifice of Jesus. 
During this last song, I have a little takeaway for you. These are moments where I'm like, I'm the middle school youth pastor. This is what I do. Um, So I have a takeaway for you because I want us to remember joy. I want us to sit and remember God's victory in our lives. And so I have this tiny little bottle of sprinkles for you. Um, One, because this alone brings joy. It's so cute. Um, But it's also a remembrance that we have tasted and seen the goodness of God. And so this movement, this is an active movement of remembrance. So we're going to, as they, as the worship team comes up and we sing this last song, you can feel free to come up. That's what, if you couldn't tell, that's what all of these are. They're little sprinkles for you to take home. They're the daily reminders that joy is sprinkled in our lives because of this victory, because of the goodness of God. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for your victory. We thank you for your victory on the cross, for the resurrection of your body, so that we can have joy in this broken world, so we can know the depth of the joy that you have. God, we thank you for the ways that we have tasted and seen. And we pray over this next week that you would continue to remind us of your goodness, for the ways that you have been faithful in our lives and the ways that you will continue to be faithful because you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. God, we thank you and we praise you for your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen.